An estimated 1 billion venipunctures are performed annually, and they are commonly viewed as one of the most painful, invasive procedures performed. It takes an average of 2.4 sticks in order to obtain successful catheter placement. Is there a better way? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is registered nurse Jenny Reschke, a patient care manager at Cardinal Glennon Children's Medical Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Jenny, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Hi. What is the vein viewer? The vein viewer is a machine that uses ultraviolet light to help better visualize veins. What does this machine look like? It's about six feet tall. It's on wheels and it's got a movable arm. It reminds me of when you go to the dentist office and you have to get your x-rays taken. So it's got an arm like that with a rotating light. And how often are you using it? Well, I'm on a medical surgical unit and I would say the bulk of our IVs are put in the ER. So we use it a lot more often for venipunctures. And I'd say on average, five to ten times a week, with some weeks being a lot higher than others. And how accurate is the image? Describe that. The ultraviolet light interacts with the hemoglobin in our blood so that you're actually getting a very accurate picture of the veins. Does the vein viewer work on all types of skin and skin colors? It does, so it's really helpful with darker skin children that are hard with the naked eye to see those veins. Do you use a numbing agent? Yes, we do. At our hospital currently, we have LMX cream, but you know, there's a variety of materials out there that you could use. Is there any risk of cross-contamination? No, it's nothing's actually touching the patient, and you can wipe down the unit with each patient use. So if you had to bring it into an isolation patient's room, you can clean it down with your hospital's sanitizer. How much anxiety do you think IV sticks cause patients? A great amount of anxiety. And tell us the difference you've observed with using the vein viewer. Well, just in the light itself, how it actually shows up on the patient is a green block of light. So that in and of itself is a bit distracting to the kiddos. And once you've explained what the purpose of the machine is to the patient and their family, for the children who have developmentally are able to understand that, I think that helps decrease their anxiety a lot in that we're using all the tools available to help find the best vein possible. How many sticks would you guess you use before the vein viewer? Well, it can vary a lot from patient to patient. Sometimes you're lucky and it's one stick. There have been nightmare kiddos that have been, you know, 12, 13 times between, you know, various departments or outside hospitals to us. And what's the average now using the vein viewer? I don't have any statistical data. I know that it's helped us out. I've been around and it's helped us out a lot with one particular patient that I can think of where we would have been what you would call a blind stick and you know, this light ends up proving that, no, that really isn't the place to stick. What's a blind stick? When with just my naked eye and my ability to palpate for a vein, I think there's a vein there. But when you actually end up using that light, you either realize, no, that vein's too small or it's bifurcating or something like that indicates that it's probably not going to be a good vein and so you wouldn't stick it. Or sometimes I've had nurses say, well, I put the light there and I don't see anything. Well, then that's going along with your initial assessment of when you couldn't palpate anything and you couldn't see anything. If you're using the vein viewer and then you also don't see anything, 
well, then it's proven your basic assessment skills correct and that there's nothing there to stick. And when you do use the vein viewer for veins that you can see, how many sticks does it take? It depends on, like, the hydration status of the patient. For example, if you've got a dehydrated patient, your veins are less likely to hold the fluid. So it's great for helping to visualize the veins, but it doesn't guarantee that one stick and you're done. What are risks to patients from venipunctures? Risks of infection, because anytime you break the skin, you're at a risk for infection. Otherwise, anytime you have fluid running into your vein, you can run the risk of it leaking and it infiltrating into the soft tissue. Those are the two biggies. And do you have many patients fainting or getting dizzy just because of the procedure? Sometimes, yes, but I mean, for the most part, our patients aren't standing up. They're either in a bed with the head of the bed elevated or they're sitting on a chair. Personally, I haven't had patients passing out on me for starting an IV. May any clinician operate the vein viewer? Yes. And what kind of training is involved? Initially, to get this started this summer, we had the rep go around to all the units, and then our unit educators were trained on it so that they can continue to train new staff as they come along. It's pretty short and quick and to the point. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me is registered nurse Jenny Reschke discussing the vein viewer. Jenny, are there any downsides to using the machine? Not that I can think of. It's been, I think, a wonderful addition to our basic, the nurse's basic assessment skill set, and I haven't found any yet. How did you learn about it? Well, we were looking at ways to improve our patient satisfaction scores in starting our IVs and having patients and families have a little bit more positive experience with it. One of the nurses in the hospital had actually read an article about it, and I don't remember in what location that they'd read the article. And then we just have been pursuing this for well over a year in order to try and get these machines in our hospital, and we are fortunate enough to have done so this summer. Have you been able to determine any cost savings using the machine? Not yet. I don't have any data in regards to that. And what feedback have you received from patients? Really positive from both the patients, and when they're too little to to really talk about it, their families as well. And how about from your staff? There's you know, a little initial resistance as far as using it, but then once they got familiar with the machine, they have been really happy with it, and nothing pleases me more than you see it out and about in the hallways instead of in a storage area that you know the staff is feeling comfortable using it and are finding having positive results with it too. And what's that ramp-up time? What's the learning curve? I'd say it probably took us a good two to three weeks before staff felt comfortable with using it and felt proficient with using it. Are the physicians using it? In our hospital, we really don't have the physicians, at least on my particular unit, starting IVs. Now, in the emergency department, I know that they've, ever since they've been in our hospital, I've seen them on my unit asking to see it, but they haven't been the ones using it for starting IVs on our floor. Can the machine be shared between departments and floors? Yes, they can. We're fortunate right now in that each of the inpatient units as well as the emergency room has their own. But yes, if for whatever reason we needed to, we could. Give us a vein viewer 101, how you would instruct and teach a new medical professional using the machine. You have to plug it in. There's a power-up button you hit, and then there's a on button on the front of the light panel that you use. Once the light has gone through its quality check, which is one to two minutes, Then the light is on, and you just put it over the area you want to visualize, and 
for best visualization, it really should have a 90-degree reflection on the surface that you want to start your IV. And then you want to have the light itself about 23 inches from the surface of the skin. And you'll be able to tell that because as you're getting into focus, there's actually a border around that green square or rectangle of light with the words vein viewer on it. And so you know you're in focus and at the optimal 23 inches when you can read vein viewer clearly, and it really does happen. If you happen to have a very hairy patient, there's actually a button that you can hit marked hair so that it'll get rid of the light accidentally picking up the hairs rather than the vein. There's also, for the patients who have more fine veins, a button that you can hit for fine, which then gets a better resolution for those more petite veins. And then you can leave the light on while you go ahead and follow your hospital's policy for starting an IV. It would be my best guess that most patients don't want to watch an IV placed. Is that accurate to say? Actually, these kids are very inquisitive, and I would say it's about half and half between those that want to look and those that don't. And with the vein viewer, does that change? I find that it really hasn't. Initially, they might look while you're getting the site prepped and everything to see what's going on and that, oh, hey, you really can see my vein. But if they were the kid who was prone not to look, they're going to turn away before you're doing the actual sticking for the IV. Does it make it easier for the parents, too? I think it really does. I think, you know, besides the basic education you give them before the procedure, I think their anxiety level goes down knowing that we're, they can actually see a tool that we're using as opposed to just seeing me look and having me palpate for a vein. I think their anxiety level goes down a lot with this. Are there plans to make the machine smaller? As far as I know, there isn't. But when we were getting these rolled out, I don't think, speaking as a staff, Nobody had really asked about that. And has the size proved to be an impediment in any way? No. I mean, it wheels around really nice. I think initially it might be an intimidating size to the kids, but once you turn on the light and they see that it's, you know, the light is not this big machine that's going to be getting on top of them, they're fine. It sounds like Star Trek technology. It's wonderful technology. How many does your hospital have? We have seven. And you've been using them for how long? We started using them, I believe it was in May, so three months now. Do you know the company who produces the machine? Luminex. Jenny, thank you for joining us today to discuss the Vein Viewer. My pleasure. I'm Susan Dole, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.